Hello, and welcome to this edition of the Secure Networks, the Endace Packet Forensic Files, with your host, Michael Morris. Our special guest for this episode is Philip Solikoff, Client Solutions Director for Optive Canada. Philip, welcome. Thank you for joining. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Um, uh, good afternoon, Michael. Uh, thank you for having me today. Um, I'm located in Toronto, Canada, and I've been with Optive for the last year and a half. I manage a team of solution architects across uh, the country, and we are out there solving customer cybersecurity problems. And uh, my background is uh, mixed between um, marketing, business, engineering, and telecommunications. No, we're excited to have you, Philip, especially because you've got such a diverse background in the security space and working with a number of telcos, I know. Let's start off. One of the things we've been hearing a lot about is this whole term modernizing the SOC. So let's start with what does it mean to you in today's environment? Great question. Um, Modernizing the SOC, I believe, means not focusing on any one specific technology or capability. It means trying not to get caught up too much into industry buzzwords. (laughs) It means building a program that achieves your specific goals. Um, Some of the trends that we're seeing are in in the modern SOC, are the integration of diverse tool sets, the automation of process and workflow, leveraging technology to reduce the burden on your SOC analysts, and the comprehensive visibility that you need across your attack service. No, that's that's excellent insight of of what's going on. So what are you seeing some of the biggest issues SOX teams are facing that's kind of driving this initiative? So there's a lot of problems that SOC teams are facing today. I'm going to start off with a very basic issue. Um, There are too many tools and controls. Uh, Organizations have accumulated too much technical debt at this point. And the tools that are deployed tend to be operating at suboptimal capacity with configurations not being updated or maintained, um, incomplete installation, sometimes even having shelfware that hasn't been installed. Uh, the tools that are in the environment are not integrated with each other. All of this together creates an enormous amount of complexity, disparate systems, and this hinders the uh, visibility, this hinders detection, and the ability to investigate and respond. So I, I couldn't agree more with some of those points, uh, especially the, the disconnected tools, right? I, I hear the swivel chair challenge so many times. What are you seeing SOC teams doing currently to to overdress a lot of those issues you just described? So there's two things. And the first one, the obvious one is tool optimization, taking care of what you already have and rationalization. Do we need all the tooling that we have? I think that's a good starting point to get through some of that um, feeling of being overwhelmed by by, by so, so many tools in the environment. But even with fewer tools, the real opportunity is through integration, integrating the tools that you have. Um, so modern security detection tools have come a very long way. You know, today, your typical organization has accumulated many controls and sensors, monitoring many types of data sources. Some examples, I mean, firewall, IDS, packet flow, web applications, um, endpoints, file access and signature scanning, um, monitoring your TTPs, your SIM is monitoring and, and correlating different types of events. You can detect anomalies in your network or your user behavior. I mean, there are so many 
ways and so many sensors out there to detect that uh, you know this world is more complex than ever. And um, you know the controls and tools have evolved so much to the point where integrating them together is not just um, offering a synergy; it kind of becomes necessary for us to perform now. I want to give a good, you know, one example. An example, you know, as good as the leading EDR tools are today, and there are many excellent EDR tools, that's endpoint detection response tools. Mm-hmm. There will always be more that can be done with that type of rich telemetry set, all the processes happening on the endpoints, all the behaviors that are, that are going on at the user level. If we share this data with some sort of behavioral analytics tool, um, you can provide an incredible amount of new value in detecting suspicious behavior and also in creating extremely detailed timelines of events for investigation and for forensic analysis. Um, you know, it would be a shame to leave all that data stuck in one tool. Sharing that data is kind of, that's the level of integration we need to aspire to now. You know, we're at a point where integrating tool sets is providing more than the sum of its parts. Yeah, no, and what, one of the things, I mean, you, you hit it on the head. One of the things that um, we're definitely a common theme as we're talking to our customers is not only the disparate tools and so many data sources, just alert fatigue from all of them sounding different and uncorrelated information, I guess is the best way. So how do SOC teams get out of this purely reactive mode to all these disparate tools and event notifications and move to more uh, proactive and more advanced threat hunting types of activities versus just sheer reaction to this volume of alarms? Great question. Uh, <laughs> this is a problem that our customers uh, adopted face and, and uh, I've faced with in the past as well. So I think the, the starting point is um, looking for opportunities in automation um, in, in the triage phase, investigation response phases. Um, you know, a really simple example that most organizations should have deployed by now is you know, integrating threat intelligence IOCs. So your common example is you have a SIM, you enrich the, the, the uh, correlation and detection through threat intelligence feeds, maybe they're purchased, maybe they're open source. The idea is you want to integrate those IOCs, those indicators of compromise into your environment. When the feed is integrated, New detections, uh, you know, happen. SOC analysts now have external content to help with the decisions of each alert. This mm-hmm. is a very minimal version of, of, of some automation, but uh, we can also use modern sort of platforms to drive much, much greater automation than that. So, just going beyond context, let's talk about response. Uh, we can build playbooks with conditions where, if certain activities and certain contexts are met. You know, this can result in an active defense type of response. This is where the market, you know, is trying to go. This is where the industry is trying to go. Um, an analyst now doesn't have to be a hurdle or a gate or a cog in the machine. They can actually oversee an automated process in aggregates. Um, another example, you know, let's take a situation where a user has been detected to be logging into a system from a location during a time that's not typical. Um, if you have an anomaly detection tool, this can increase the customer's risk score. This can generate an alarm. If you have additional criteria in that playbook, in your automation and, and orchestration um, 
platform playbook that maybe observes other risky activity through another control. Now we may want to automatically end that user session, reissue that uh, user's multi-factor authentication challenge. Um, this is a way that instead of having um, humans react to every single alarm, humans can take a look at what you know, the machines are automating. You know, this is an example that humans simply can't scale to. And I don't think humans should have to scale to this um, This This is why you know, we leverage technology to, to make our lives easier. I think our job in, in the modern SOC is to automate as much process, as much workflow, and as much response as we can. Yeah, no, and you, you really got into a lot of where I was going to go on the, my next question, which was um, the implementation of SOAR platforms. And, and you highlighted how you know, a number of scenarios there. What are you seeing teams face? I, I mean, one of the challenges I hear with, with SOAR platforms is it, it takes a lot of, um, I'll say programming, and, and maybe that's not the right word, but it takes a lot of instrumentation with everything else in the environment. Now, that's obviously part of the goal, but is that, is that helping effectively enough? Or is it you know, how, how does the road ahead look for SOAR platforms? I guess is the best question. Okay. Um, there's a couple of things that I want to talk about here. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about um, if we are, if, if, if we are trying to um, modernize the SOAR and, and where are things going and how do integrations look in the future? Um, I think an important thing is comprehensive telemetry 360 degree visibility. Um, I'll say this, the attack services change dramatically, right? So data is flowing outside of the premise. Yeah. Data now exists entirely in the cloud. Its entire life cycle is spent in the cloud. Users can be anywhere. They'll access SaaS applications over any untrusted network. We have an entirely new form of insider threat that didn't exist in the past. And part of this is why zero trust network architecture is such a big topic in the industry right now. But as that's um, become to the, come to the forefront, you know, so does 360 degree visibility across the network, across the attack surface. So I want to say that visibility is very important. Typically, organizations have traditionally had visibility of the perimeter, increasing at the endpoint, generally through a centralized SIM, and, you know, these days increasing through cloud gateways. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's often overlooked is visibility of traffic across the internal network, part of the insider threat. Yeah. Um, this is where packet capture actually and analysis can really help. Mm-hmm. And you know, there are many commercial products on the market that do a great job of network level security detection. Some examples, you've got Vectra, Darktrace, ExtraHop, the list goes on. And during threat hunting or investigation, you may want to begin recording packet flow in interesting segments of the network, but uh, that only captures a point in time. You know, what if we were always collecting this packet capture data? Right. just like we do with logs in the sim. And this is where a product like Endace um, can provide interesting use cases for sure. You know, beyond capturing packets for compliance reasons, we can constantly record, we can share this data stream with network analysis tools, like I mentioned before. We can even run virtualized tools on, on an Endace type probe itself. Mm-hmm. And as we up the, output this data to the sim and sort pl- platforms, you know, playbooks that we build for alert response can incorporate packet capture analysis techniques. Um, ultimately, forensic analysts and incident responders, they need to work with the source of truth and, and packets don't lie. Yeah. So this type of integration, this type of visibility and, and data collection is, is very important 
in modernizing the SOC and where things are going. No, I, I mean, obviously, we, we couldn't agree more with that comment. Um, and, and I think you nailed it right up front, too, is, is it's key that it's integrated with the other insights, whether it be log data, application data, um, or, or, you know, the analytics data of what's happening from a, a trend point of view. Uh, so what's your recommendation on where teams should focus first as they're, as they're working through this modernization? My recommendation are start with the basics. Um, understand your attack surface, understand your crown jewels, determine what type of telemetry you already have access to today um, and what you may need in the future. If you have too many tools and keep up with them, can't keep up with them, you should consider consolidating. If you can crank out more value from your existing tools by integrating them together, definitely explore that. Um, regarding automation, this can seem very daunting. It doesn't have to be. Right. It can be as simple as sharing data between controls and developing playbooks that reduce the amount of time a SOC analyst has to spend within the work or eliminates mundane tasks completely. And finally, consider what type of visibility you will need for detection and investigations. Mm-hmm. Um, these are the types of challenges that Optive helps our customers with on a daily basis. Yeah. No, that's, that's, I know that's why we were so excited to get you as a guest because you're, daily activity and doing these challenges is, is key. So one thing, Philip, I always like to ask our, our guests, um, you know, be kind of a prognosticator for us. And what's the one thing you'd recommend for our listeners uh, to really look out for or think about over the next six to 18 months in this constantly shifting battle for, for cybersecurity? Okay. Um... The one thing to look out for in, in the short term in the future. So I will be, uh, I'll be cliche. I'll quote Wayne Gretzky, um, <laughs> skate to where the puck is going, not where it's been. Um, what that means is the landscape is changing. So is your organization. The SOC is only one piece of the puzzle. Your overall security program, your overall roadmap have to be aligned to the direction of your business operation. Um, the security, after all, supports the business. If your business is moving entirely into the cloud, if you are converting to primarily remote workers, if you're on a digital transformation journey, you're pivoting to a data-driven value proposition, you will have to think very carefully and boldly about how you evolve your security program. No, f- tremendous insights, Philip. Thank you again for joining, sharing your expertise in how better to secure networks. We'd ask our listeners to tune in next time for another edition of the Endace Packet Forensic Files. For more information about Endace's network packet capture platform and our integrations with our fusion technology partners and our deployment partners like Optiv, please go to endace.com. Philip, thanks again. Appreciate the quote on Wayne Gretzky. I knew I could always get something good out of my Canadian friends for something like that. So thank you for joining. Thank you.